You're listening to the Simple Pen Podcast, Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Hey everyone, it's Kate with the Simple Pin Podcast, and you can find me at simplepinmedia.com. Today we're going to be talking about using Pinterest for good things, nonprofits. I believe that there are so many good nonprofit organizations out there doing great things to better people's lives. And I can name two right now that I would love, love, love to do their Pinterest page work. So maybe they'll ask me to do it. Maybe they won't. Um, there is one that I actually am going to beg them to do work for them. Um, and we'll talk about that organization in a minute. But one is um, Embrace Oregon. And this is a faith-based organization here in Oregon, here in Portland, Oregon, that works specifically to connect the community with the needs of foster children in our tri-county area. And it's actually how we became introduced to foster care and thus became foster parents. So the great part is, is that it's not just for recruiting foster parents, but those um, recruiting those in the community that can be a support to foster parents. And I can tell you that there's this one group that's kind of spawned out of that, and that's Foster Parent Night Out. And they basically give us four hours of childcare once a month for both our biological children and our foster child. And this is just a huge gift to my husband and myself to have this date night once a month. And oftentimes, we don't even know what to do with the four hours we have. We live in Portland, so we can always find somewhere good to eat and have a discussion that goes on for hours about whether or not we're going to choose food carts or a brick and mortar. And those of you who are listening who live in Portland, I hate to say this, but I do not like food carts. They drive me crazy. But anyway, I digress. So the second organization that I love is called Sanctuarian. And they are a place and a location here in Oregon that helps support missionaries or people in ministry who need respite. So this can be individuals or families. And they especially have a heart for those missionaries needing a break from the field who have been in other cultures. Because we know that culture shock and exhaustion are kind of a crazy mix. And especially if you have a family, these kids are often called third culture kids because they've grown up in a different culture, but that yet they're an American and... There's a lot of things that can be messy, especially in a situation that maybe hasn't gone the way that they would have planned. And I have heard about Sanctuary Inn for a long time. The people who started it go to our church. And I love the vision and the mission for it to provide respite and healing. And that's that's pretty near and dear to my heart as my husband and I have experienced a little bit of that as well. And so I want to help provide more awareness. So with Sanctuary Inn, they're a retreat place. Um, they can provide counseling, support, encouragement, and it's still new. They're still being developed out. They just recently got their property. So they're working on a lot of updating and spreading the word is really key to them building awareness and potentially getting more financial support because that's a big thing with nonprofits is that 
you need to have people who are financial supporters. So whether that's for a cancer nonprofit or my daughter's diabetic and there is um, JDRF, which I actually don't know if JDRF is a true nonprofit, but there's a lot of other organizations that really care about their cause. But they're sometimes often started by people who have been impacted directly by certain things and they don't have a lot of financial backing quite yet. So in that awareness piece, they're getting more financial backing. So one of the key ways that you get more awareness is through social media. Facebook's one way, but I do think that Pinterest can be another way. So I started thinking, what would my plan be for helping them tackle using Pinterest to promote a nonprofit? So I thought, let's let's kind of work from the website backwards. So first, talk about specifically, let's take Sanctuarian. So they have a website and a lot of nonprofits have a website. But one of the things that I see two mistakes people making is that the website isn't mobile friendly. It's really hard to read and it's really hard to navigate. And whatever you're doing, you need to make it easy for people to be able to read your story and read the heart behind why you have this nonprofit and then easy access to connect with you, maybe through an email list or even through some stuff on Facebook or Pinterest, but also um, ways to donate. So I think those are kind of those three main things that need to happen. Even, you know, it can be beautiful website and gorgeous, but you can have an amazing, beautifully designed website. But if nobody can connect with you or nobody knows where to go to give you money, well, you've kind of stopped that line cold in its tracks. So the next thing I would do is start to think about creating a content side of things, a blog, if you will. So if you have a fantastic writer on your team, this is the person you're going to use to tell stories. Because stories about how whatever it is you're you're working on has impacted you is what's going to thread people in. Um, with Embrace Oregon, they have a lot of videos on their site. In fact, they have one main video that talks about um, these foster parents and how they got started and their struggles and the impacts it's made on kids. They also have a special video about these kids that get welcome boxes when they come into care and they're completely overwhelmed. They get these welcome boxes that are made by the community. So not only does this thread you in with this child or these children who are coming in, but also threads you in with this practical idea of how you can make your own welcome box. So that content side is about your storytelling. So in the case of Sanctuary Inn, telling those stories of people who are missionaries who needed care or needed a place to go that was of respite or... You know, we'll talk about some of the things I saw on Pinterest, but really thinking of what are some topics, maybe creating an editorial calendar, whether it's going to be a video or whether it's going to be a post, making sure that you have at least something going up. Man, twice a month is great. If you can do once a week, that's even greater because then again, that keeps that story fresh in front of people. The same if you were doing something about a childhood disease, um, I know that my previous assistant, um, when I first got, she was my very first assistant, also called Amanda. I've had two assistants called Amanda. She lost her daughter to a very, very rare form of cancer, DIPG. And she is actually 
I've seen her really champion that cause on Facebook and really keeping that memory alive of her daughter. And it, I have built awareness with that. And my heart is threaded with her as not just a mom, but um, just somebody who can help champion that cause for her, who can share that post on Facebook. So that's really why you want to keep these stories in front of people. The other thing you want to do is you want to move over into Pinterest. So that's kind of what we're talking about here. We're not talking about Facebook. So there's lots of things you can do on Facebook, but we're going to talk about Pinterest. So moving over to Pinterest and creating a Pinterest page. Obviously, I always suggest that you're going to use the name of your specific ministry, or in this case, we're talking about a ministry, but your specific nonprofit Um, you need to use the name in your business name. You need to get a business account because even though you are a nonprofit, you're doing some things where you're going to be talking about ways that people can give money. So it's always, always, always have a business account and then have rich pins. So you want to make sure that your content, the content side of things has the right, correct data that's traveling with it. So if somebody does pin from your site, this amazing post that you've written, You want to make sure that it travels with the right information so people can find you. So using all these keywords. Um, So what I did actually was I went to Pinterest and I, I wanted to see, was anybody talking about missionaries or missions or how to do care? And honestly, there was a lot of quotes. There was a lot of tips for packing when you travel scriptures to encourage the missionary, transitioning home, families and missions. There was a lot of great ideas. And in fact, those ideas can be taken back into thinking of the content side. Like, what are you going to put on the blog side of things that's going to get people over there that's going to build awareness? So always do your research to see what are other people writing about. And not necessarily that you're going to take exactly what they're writing about, But you're going to take, um, you know, I always go over there when I think about things about Pinterest and Pinterest marketing and those jog ideas that are already inside my brain. And I go, oh, yeah, I want to talk about that, but I have a different spin on that. So that's what I'm going to talk about. So once you've created your page on Pinterest, you want to create at least 10 boards around those topics that people might be searching, which is kind of some ideas of what I gave you just now. And... You can start pinning other people's content to that, which I strongly suggest. Maybe it could also be a resources page for the people who are going to be folded into your nonprofit. So let's take, for example, Embrace Oregon um, with foster care. Maybe they have a Pinterest page that's devoted to uh, crafts for kids or activities for kids therapy for kids in certain ages. Maybe this is a place where a lot of their foster parents could go, but it could also be um, meals for families or um, what you, how you help, maybe some articles about how you help new foster families when they're coming into care or when they receive a new child in care. Because all of these are pretty significant events that require someone else to be aware of what it is they need to be doing for them. So spend some time on Pinterest, searching your topics, whatever your nonprofit is, put in whatever you can think of to see what you can get back and start making some notes and then creating those boards, um, pinning some other stuff, really curate it to be this place where 
you can showcase what's what's happening in the world of the person who would care about the nonprofit. Um, this is another key element that some of us take a little bit. We just think it's a given. But always make sure you create a pinnable image. So for your blog posts, for the content side of things, make sure that your pinnable image is 735 wide by 1100. It's a vertical image. And then maybe have a Facebook image too, so that you can share both on Facebook and on Pinterest. If you're using Instagram, you'll need to create a square image. But since we're just talking about Pinterest here, I'm going to kind of keep with that. Creating this pinnable image needs to have, you know, you can use stock photos. It doesn't need to have just the title of the post, but maybe a question or a statement, something to encourage them to click. Um, if we're talking about sanctuary in, maybe we would do something about ways you can greet missionaries at the airport or what, I mean, I'm making that up, but you know, something simple that would maybe pique someone's interest. Oh, how do I um, make a meal for a family who's just gotten a foster child? What are some things you don't say to people in foster care? Because man, I could give you a list of those. Um, what are some things you do say to families who are just doing foster care? Start thinking of catchy titles along with those posts that you have been thinking about. So, if somebody, especially your content person, um, I would suggest you take about an hour or two, talk with people who are on the team or on the board about what type of posts might communicate their story, their mission, or how they can help people. That's really a great place to start instead of just one person coming up with 20 posts or something. Consistency is going to be key here as well, both consistency with your content side of things, writing posts, which can be once or twice a month, doesn't have to be every single day, there's no pressure to have it a lot. Um, But keeping that consistency will make a huge difference on training people to know what to expect, you know, same day, same time, and then being consistent with your scheduling of your posts on Pinterest. So you can use Tailwind, that makes it really easy to keep it maybe five per day. It doesn't have to be a lot. The five can be um, one or two from your own website and then three or four from complimentary stuff that's going to help your audience know how to connect with your nonprofit. And then always make sure that in that post that you've created, that there's a way for people to sign up for your email with kind of updates, progress. That's a big one because how else are you going to communicate with them? There, obviously there's, you know, social media, but email is a really good way still. And I know for me, I have nonprofits that email me and I open those because I want to know what's happening. I want to know how I can support them and then make sure you link to your latest post. Talk, you know, share with them what you're doing. And that, you know, you have this blog over here, share with them that you have a Pinterest page, really get them engaged with whatever it is that you're really working on. Because again, people who are invested in these nonprofits want to know more. In a world where there's not a lot of good news, sometimes nonprofits can bring good news. Oh, there's been a cure for this, or there's been headway in this research, or there's been this 
a group of foster parents are new or um, these people are able to serve these who were broken and they needed some encouragement. Remember that we need more good news. And if you're a person who has a nonprofit that does good things, man, people are going to eat that up. They want to hear about it. So make sure that you have a way for them to access an email sign up. Make it super easy. Most email providers, they make it super easy for you to put a box on your site. If you have trouble, consider asking your community if maybe there's a developer who would mind, who wouldn't mind donating their time um, to help you or to make sure that all of your tech is really up to speed. Cause again, there's people out there who want to do this kind of stuff because they are so business, business, business. And then when they get a little bit of time to do something for somebody, they would love to. Remember just to ask them for a short amount of their time. Don't keep exhausting them over and over and over and guess unless they, of course, offer that. But just reach out to your community and see if anybody's willing to help. So those are some of my tips that I would implement thinking of, you know, Sanctuary Inn specifically. They're in the process of growing. They really need funding to make that happen. And if there's something that I can do to help them do that, I want to be able to use the skills I have on my business side to really help them do that when they don't have a lot of money. I think that's another thing that we have to realize is that nonprofits, for the most part, don't have a lot of money. And whatever we can do to help them spread their good news or their message is going to be a blessing to others. So if you have a nonprofit in your community that you would like to help or that you would like them to get this type of information, you can share this podcast with them if you go to simplepinmedia.com slash 51. And if you have more tips and ideas for me that you think would be really helpful to a nonprofit, or if you have or know of a nonprofit who's really killing it on Pinterest and doing really, really well, I would love for you to share that in the comments on the blog too. Because the more we can share about these good news people, these things that are doing good in this world, I just think that's a bright, bright spot in our times that can sometimes feel a little depressing if you're watching the news every day. So again, go to simplepinmedia.com slash 51. As always, thanks so much for listening.